Okay, today's class is in the success of Daniel ben Tova Basha, Reina Maka ben Tova Basha, Gadiel ben Elisheva, Shefa ben Elisheva, Emmet ben Elisheva, and in the success of all Kol Yisrael. Okay, Wednesday night's class, we're going to do a class on Crown the King Challenge. We're going to go very deep into the 40-day no-complaining challenge. I can't tell you what a, the amount of breakouts, breakthroughs that I'm having with this. And I'm seeing a lot of people having amazing breakthroughs with this. And it's probably the most important thing we need to, we need to realize. It's not what you get, it's, it's what's stopping you from not getting. There's a lot of blockages. We have no idea how much complaining affects a person's blessings. We have no idea. person understood how much it's affecting him. Because remember, anytime you're, you complain, what happens? Your mind works with association. So now you start thinking about one thing is wrong. Oh, you see, all other, look at this is also wrong. And that is also wrong. So your mind works with associations. So it's very important. Wednesday night's class um, at the Lighthouse, we're going to do a class on crowning the king. 40 day no complaining. We're going to go much deeper than the first class I did on why we complain, how to prevent it. And the more we repeat, the more we repeat, the more we're aware of this, the better chance we are of, God willing, opening up a lot of, of blessings for us. Um... Also, Wednesday at 6.30, there's a major event in Hillel, those who live in Florida. Um, and I believe not Hillel, JCC, there's a big Chal event, Chal Abeka. I'm going to speak there for half an hour. That's also Wednesday. Um, we're going to New York on February 19th. We're going to be in Park East. And Bezrat Hashem in March, middle of March, we're going to be in Philly and Chicago. Um, God willing. Okay. Today's class, we're going to talk about Mazal and Shabbat. Okay, so we're going to talk today about Mazal, Shabbat, how it's all connected. Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 276, No, Shabbat eating is not for the sake of satiation. A person should understand there's a lot of emphasis on the meals on Shabbat. There's a lot of emphasis. Even just thinking when you're going to buy it before... The preparation that a person has on just thinking about the food on Shabbat is a very, very, very precious thing, Rabbi Nachman says. No, that Shabbat eating is not for the sake of satiation, but rather for the sake of the six days should be blessed. Imagine that. Your six days are blessed through the sake of Shabbat eating. As is brought in the Zohar, as a result of Shabbat eating, all six weekdays are filled with bounty and blessing. Unbelievable. They say your Friday night meal represents Sunday and Monday. Your morning meal on Shabbat day represents Tuesday and Wednesday. And Shudash Shishit, the third meal, represents Thursday and Friday. So if you're eating a banana on, on Thursday and Friday on Shudash Shishit, maybe you have a banana day. We need to understand the significance of people, of, of this, how much, how Hashem blesses us on, on, this, on Shabbat. I know a lot of people keep Shabbat, some people don't keep Shabbat, but we have to be, just have an open mind. I can't tell you if today, if somebody told me today, I'll give you $100 million if you not keep Shabbat, I would tell you I wouldn't want the money. People's main argument about keeping Shabbat, they don't want to feel restraint. They don't want to feel held up. They don't want to feel, they, you know, that they can't do this. But the problem is, is when you need other things and you can't stop them, that is really in jail. That means the, the, the whole point of Shabbat is you're free. You're free from the phone. You're free from all these things. The fact that I need these things and I can't live without them, that I'm, not, that I'm a prisoner to these things. So the whole point is Shabbat frees you. 
if a person can sit there and recognize that this whole week is blessed on the count of Shabbat, I mean, common sense is not always common practice, but you start thinking, why am I going, what, what, why am I going against myself? Life is tough enough. We need the extra edge. And Shabbat also represents faith. Because faith is, you believe that Hashem blesses you on this day. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing how much, how much bounty and blessing people could receive on Shabbat. And they don't, that's why it's so important that you're not even allowed to discuss things, business on Shabbat. Why? Because Shabbat itself is perfection. God created the world with perfection. And He created the Shabbat with absolutely perfect. Everything's perfect. It's like you have a beautiful Lahabdil, Mona Lisa. Don't, don't touch it. Don't, don't let the blessing come. And we know that the, how funny Shabbat is between the, 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 holy, the, the non-Jews pick, we know that the Arabs, they pick, on, they pick Friday. And, the, and the, the Christians, they pick Sunday. So you could see how Shabbat is, is the holiness and the klipot are on the other side. And they're all connected to the other side. It's very similar to today you see in Jerusalem. That the Kedusha is on the other side, on, on, the, on, the, on Shabbat. And he says here, the reason, this is another reason why our sages say that when we take large steps during the week, we lose a portion of our eyesight. What is that practically saying? When you're running in life without any purpose, you lose your eyesight, you lose the point of being here in this world. So when a person sits on Friday night and he looks at the Kiddush and he looks at the, the candles, when he says Kiddush, it says that restores his light, his light. It restores his vision. I lost my vision because I'm focused on something else. But through Shabbat, you're able to get grounded and you're able to get that refresh and that renew energy in order to start. So I can't tell you the amount of if a person's having a, a struggle with Parnassah, if he's having a struggle with, with Shalom Bayit. I mean, Shabbat is the first thing you should be, before you even look at red strings and, and all of these things, and all these other sigulot, first make sure you keep keeping Shabbat. That's like the, you know, the, the, that's the no-brainer. Before you look into any other thing about Mazal, boy, this is not working, why that's not working, first thing you need to do is look into Shabbat. It's funny how, you know, people go to rabbis, and they go to Mikubalim, because they want, you know, they want the joker card. You know, they want the free thing without... And they'll, you know, they'll be, they'll, they won't keep any of the mitzvot, but they'll, they'll make sure they have the kamiya from the guy or the red strings. Do you ever see a Kabbalist with the red string? Do you ever see a, a big rabbi with the red string or with the eyes? Do you, do you ever see these people with the red string? No. Because they know that I can get, the mazal comes from Shabbat. The mazal comes from giving tzedakah. The mazal comes from other things. It, they don't, it doesn't come from an external thing. Obviously, if it was that great, these sigulot were so great, they would be wearing them. It'd be like a bunch of gypsies with a bunch of strings and a bunch of eyes on it. Obviously, it doesn't, clearly doesn't work. But the people who, the people who do not keep, the, 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 they need a lot of that stuff. See, you see how it works today? It's a complete opposite. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for, it's a cry for dot today. So again, Rabbi Nachman says here, that you're whole blessed. This is the reason why we eat on Shabbat three times, in order to bless the six days of the week for the sake of Shabbat itself. So imagine now a person just, just thinking about 
He's thinking about Shabbat. He's already thinking, okay, what am I going to eat on Shabbat? Let me start preparing. Let me start mentally getting my mindset already into Shabbat. He can actually draw blessing into the week. So if you want the weeks to go easier, person wants easier mazal, this is not where you fight. Like we said, be simple, keep Shabbat, and not only keep Shabbat, but stay in the day of Shabbat. And, and, and there's, I'm going to do a class today. A lot of people have an issue with alone, being lonely. There's a difference between being lonely and being alone. Alone is very good. You should, you should take the time where you have silence and you have time for yourself as a time to be alone. You can accomplish a lot of things alone. Where versus lonely, you start feeling bad about yourself. You get me? Alone is very good. Every single patriarch was successful when they were alone. There's no question today, if I don't spend time alone, I can't get to these classes. I can't get to, 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 to the best version of myself. I need a lot of time alone. And I specifically have to make a lot of time for my alone. If not, there's no way I can, I can, I can come to deep contemplation. I can never come to deep thinking. So a person should start thinking, start switching from lonely to alone. Alone is very good. Lonely is a, is a, is a negative state. So, you know, that, that's the time specifically for a person to, to get to know himself. Let's look at Lesson 31. So remember, the blessing on, that you have during the whole week is on account of Shabbat. So a person should start thinking, what do I need to put my energy into? I need to put my energy into Shabbat. The more energy I put into Shabbat, specifically, Rav Nachman says, when you give tzedakah to, uh, before Shabbat. Giving tzedakah before Shabbat is a very precious thing. Because practically today, where do most people fight? At the table. He left the table. He's not showing up to the table. You ever hear that term a lot? You hear a lot of term as the table is the aspect of fighting. Why? It's because you didn't take care of somebody else's table. If you take care of somebody else's table, Hashem will take care of your table. Because table is an aspect of judgment. A table can, can, can cleanse you. If a person eats properly, it's like the Beit HaMikdash. It's like the Shohan. He can get cleansed. The opposite too. If a person doesn't eat properly, it can turn into dinim. So we know that the table is an aspect of judgment. And, the t- and, and war and food is what? The word melech, lechem, and the word milchama. Food is a war. It's a war between the right and the left. But on Shabbat, we know that a person can eat more on Shabbat because on Shabbat, the, the, the food has no, the, the other side has no sustenance. It can't connect to you. It can't steal your energy because Shabbat is, is blessed. That's why you always see the Yetzirah, the evil inclination's main mission is to ruin the Shabbat. Specifically, two hours before Shabbat, you start getting this negative ruach, this fighting, the energy, this pressure. So why? Because the Yetzirah knows. If I ruin this guy's Shabbat, I got him for the whole week. I got him for the whole week. So let me make sure to make him angry right before Shabbat. So then all of a sudden, his whole week is finished. This is how the Yetzirah does. He doesn't go for the the quick hit. He doesn't hit you on Sunday morning. He'll hit you Friday afternoon. Okay, all of a sudden you're fighting with your wife, you're fighting with this one, other, the pressure, because he wants you to go into Shabbat with depression and sadness, so you don't get the bounty on Shabbat. Because the whole point of being on Shabbat is being in that day. 
I can't think about yesterday and I can't think about tomorrow. Because I'm, that's the whole point. The whole point is I'm blessed because I'm in that day. If I already start thinking about tomorrow or the next day, if I start talking about tomorrow or the next day, I miss the blessing of the day. You miss the whole bounty of the day. Then Ram Nachman says here something very beautiful in Lesson 31. Again, this is how you change, you can change your mazal. You could change your mazal. You could change your luck. Lesson, lesson 31, Ram Nachman says, Charity corresponds to galgalim. A galgal is a wheel, a band. We also know that Saturday itself is the worst day of the day of the week. As it says, Saturn. Saturn, the mazal for Saturn is very not good at all. But if a person keeps Shabbat, what happens? He, he's, he's above the mazal. He's above the, he's above the stars. But if he doesn't, then that, that same Saturn can affect him. That's why they used to call it Black Sabbath. Sabbath used to be a very, very bad day. But through keeping Shabbat, a person is able to what? Override that. He's able to override, override that mazal. So Rabbi Nachman says here in Lesson 31, Charity corresponds to Gagalim. As, is, as the teaching says, because of that thing, the wheel of fortune is what turns around in the world. We know that the mazalot are always changing. One day a guy's rich, another day the guy's this, another day. There's always changing. The mazal is always changing, you can see. And this is why charity contains six blessings and 11 blessings. So we, as our, the Gemara says, when a person gives tzedakah, he gets six blessings. When he gives a kind word to that person, all of a sudden he gets 11 blessings. So you can turn a regular, a leg, a regular bracha, a regular giving charity, from 6 to 17. You get like an unbelievable upgrade just by not being in a bad mood and giving the guy a good word. Next thing you know, you get almost triple the benefit by saying, you know, sir, things should go well for you. Hashem should bless you. You should have strength, etc. Two, three words that will take you probably four seconds. You could all of a sudden turn the same exact thing into a, a, something completely different upstairs. <coughs> now, as our sages teach us, one who gives a penny to a pauper is blessed with six blessings, and one who consoles him with words is blessed with eleven blessings. This parallels the seven planets and the twelve constellations. So now we know we have this concept of seven and twelve. Correct? This concept of, of, seven, of, of six and eleven. So there's seventeen. For charity guides all celestial bands. When I want to change my mazal, I want to change my luck in life, I can give charity. Next thing you know, I can change everything. How does that work? Because when you give charity, what happens? You're, you're going from sedek, which is justice, to sedaka, which is out of justice, compassion. So what does he say here? And this is exactly what the, as it says, Shmuel said, the pathways are, he knew the pathways of, 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 of the world. He knew the pathways of Galgalim. Galgal means a wave, a wave, a constant, constant ups and downs, the constant. And he says here that technically our mazal, if you look at the mazal today, there are 12 signs in the zodiac. The Talmud teaches that a person's fate and characteristics are influenced by a full array of astrological factors including the positions of the planets, the constellations, the time of birth, etc. But, as the Talmud says, the Jews could be above the mazal. 
So now if you start thinking about the concept, how do I get above the mazal? Now I already know that 6 and 7 is 17. And if I really want to change the 7, the seven planets and the 12 um, spheres, it's really, there's 7 planets and 12 constellations, then there's really 19 blessings. So just by giving charity itself is going to be good. But it's still missing if I really want to change my mazal or change the galgal. If I want to move the galgalim, I really need 19. <coughs> 19. So what's missing? What's missing between the 17 and the 19? Correct? That means people can, can give tzedakah, but they're getting, the, they're getting a, a sort of an effect. But if they keep these other two things, that tzedakah can do so much more. It can actually change a person's change his fortune. As explained, Rabbi Nachman is saying here that the shefa that descends in this world is determined by celestial bands of seven planets and cool constellations. So how do we get how do we get the missing two? Now he's saying here. Now it is necessary to explain what is missing from these blessings, for that there should have seven blessings and twelve. But according to the to the to the Talmud, it says the first thing is Shabbat. First thing is Shabbat. Why? Because we know as soon as Shabbat. If you look at the Mishnah and Shabbat, the Gemara and Shabbat, the first thing that talks about a Shabbat is giving money to a poor person. That's the first Gemara and Shabbat. It talks about charity and Shabbat being very connected. So if I wanted charity to work for me, I have to keep Shabbat. The perfection of charity is only a Shabbat. This is the meaning. The sun on Shabbat is charity to the poor. In other words, charity only has a perfected light through Shabbat. As a result of Shabbat, the sun, the 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 the, the tzedakah will get the most a benefit of it. We already said why, because Shabbat represents the blessings of the whole week, and we specifically the food on Shabbat is what it creates the vessel. So the other pouring of the blessings. That's why if you go to if you go to big tzaddikim, they make tishim on Shabbat. They make a whole table and they make a ceremony and they give blessings on it. And then rabbis will give you a piece of fish. It's a whole. It's a whole thing, the Friday night tish at, at, at a table of a tzaddik. It's a whole thing because they, that itself, that day, is a day where that food has a tremendous amount of blessing. And a person, I've never, I witnessed one time, the, my, the Biala Rebbe, I was one time at my uncle's house, I don't know, four, five, six years ago, seven years ago, and he literally gave a piece of kogo to three people. He says, you guys are all having boys this year. But guess what happened? All of them had boys that, that same year. It was, it, was an it was from that Friday night table. Because a, a blessing on Friday night, specifically with the food, is a big deal. Thank God I'm, I, I merit, I knew this, this trick. So I opened up a, a um, we feed people on Shabbat. We have a food, a food service, so have, we have where we feed people on Aramis on Shabbat, that people donate and we give money on Shabbat. Because not, not only do they not know that we're getting it, but we're tapping into the blessing on Shabbat. Which is, if you're going to make smart moves, feed people on Shabbat. It's, it's a guaranteed blessing. Because you get the blessing from the Shabbat, you, you're partners with the guy on it, and you're giving the money anonymously. So it's something that I, that I create. I think I've been doing this already six years, five, six years. I don't raise money for it. I, I fund it myself. Whoever gives gifts, wonderful. But I, I'm running to, to fund it myself. Because I know the valuable of such a thing. And it's a tremendous blessing. Anybody who can give tzedakah, people give tzedakah to save the whale in Africa or save the this. And, 
you know, or, or save the museum, or save the... This is wonderful, okay? God bless you. Save, want to save the museum, save the ballet, save the opera that nobody goes to? Beautiful. Go save it. But if you really want something that really is going to make a difference in your life, you start giving money for, to poor people on Shabbat. It's, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Creates peace. Creates the number one tzegula for Shalom Bayit. Because I'm taking care of somebody else's table. <laughs> Hashem's going to take care of my table. It's going to create peace. What does charity do? Charity creates peace. Two people are fighting. What's the problem? Do you have a negative spirit? Two people, imagine two people are fighting in Shalom Bayit. They're, they're, what are, what's going on? There's a negative spirit in the house. Correct? There's a negative energy. Not, nobody's getting along. There's agitation. It's called a ruach sara, negative wind, negative ruach in the house. What does charity do? Charity clears the air. Clears the air. Creates clarity. Clears the disturbance. Two people could be next to each other and they can't even hear themselves if there's a major hurricane outside. But if you have clarity, you could speak from very far away and they can hear you. So what charity does, specifically also what charity does in, in prayers, this is the reason why we give charity before we pray, because we want to clear the air. Charity clears the air. It creates clarity. It opens up doors. What's stopping me? The Yetzirah, the, the negative ruach, a negative wind, a negative attitude. Charity clears. That's why before we start anything in life, even before you start going on a date, Hashem, I'm going to give $100 for this date so I can have clarity. Doesn't mean it's going to work out, but at least you're going to know it's good or bad. How many people are all day long, their, their mind is running, running, running. They're not even in the Indy 500. It's just running, 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 running here, running there. I feel good. I don't feel good. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm up. <laughs> Clearly, the ruach has taken uh, taken advantage of that person. So charity creates, clears the ruach, creates clarity. Very important. And this is what our sages taught. That now we know that all of a sudden, Shabbat. The second one, Rav Nachman saying, is the Brit, is keeping the Brit. These are the two signs. When God gave us two signs. He gave us one sign as the Brit Milah. Brit Milah for a man refers to spilling seed, having relationships with not, when he's not married. All of these things affect your Mazal, and they do not allow the tzedakah that you give to get the full effect that you would normally be able to get. Because you're still missing one. So in a person, we know the spilling the seed. Motizel abatala. Mazal, Motizel Batala. People are obsessed with Mazal, but you're not getting in the, you're not in the game. With Shabbat and that, you can really change things. How many, how much mercy do we need? And if you recognize two things, Mazal and keeping the Brit, these both have to do with one thing. Humility. Both of them have a fact to do with humility. Person, he's, oh, I can date whoever I want, I can do whatever I want, nobody's watching. Sorry, this is 2020, this is what guys do. Ignorance. Ignorance. 
and Shabbat also. Well, my friends don't do it, that one doesn't do it. All of these things are causing you, 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 again, get enough leverage. Look what it's costing you. Shabbat, you, you could all of a sudden get, your mezah could really work for you. That's the only way mezah really works if the person has, he's keeping the Brit and he's keeping Shabbat. And then you're able to get the full advantage of this, of this, of the, of the 19. Otherwise, you only get what? 16, 17, or 18. And both Shabbat and the Brit represent one thing, faith. Faith. And it says, a, per, a man of faith has many blessings. So now we have to understand, okay, I understand I'm not into that, I understand that. And then it's funny how it all works together, too. What's the one thing when a guy's not dating the right girl? Or when the guy's, when the guy's in, the, in, the, in the wrong place? Or, the, or, the, or that person has that drive? It's going to cool them out spiritually. So he's not going to keep Shabbat. You see how it all works? One will cool you off so you don't keep Shabbat. That's the people don't understand that. When you keep the Brit, which is 613, 612, so you're keeping all the mitzvot, you'll be able to keep Shabbat afterwards. The reward for keeping the Brit is you're going to merit Shabbat. And a person should say, you know, it's not for me, etc. I don't want to feel this. I am not there yet. I want to be there. It means if a person is struggling with Shabbat, or if a person wants to, but he, re- he recognizes his circumstances are very difficult, maybe his parents don't keep it, or maybe his, um, his family doesn't keep it, or, or his husband, and he, they, they want to do it. Your job at that is to build a desire for it. It's to build a desire, to build, I want to, Hashem, I don't know how I'm going to do it. You see my house, you see what's going on. You clearly see that I'm not in a position to do it, but I want to do it. Oh, as soon as you say, I want to do it. Just like he's about to do it. Just like anything else. The minute you say, I want to do something. I have a desire to do something. All of a sudden, you start opening up a different window in heaven. Which is called Keter. Which is the root of everything. Because God wants a person's raton. He wants your desires. He wants you to be alive. He wants you to want things. He doesn't want you to all day long be stuck on a stupid phone with a, you know, no purpose. He wants you to want things. You have to want better things in life. That's what tefillah does. That's when you open up, when a person has up, he wants better things. You know, he wants, starts wanting better things. He wants to get married. That's what happens when we start... When we start Keeping Shabbat and keep it, we start develop kisufim. We start developing better, want better things. We want better things. Before a guy wants something, now he wants something else. Before he want to hook up with you, now he want to get married to you. That's the power of desire. So again, if you want it, if you want to change your life, before you buy red strings, like I said before, or you buy kamiot, like we said before, you don't see the kabbalist. Wearing that stuff. If it was that good, they'd be wearing it. Right? You don't see that. So, obviously, it can't be that good. Otherwise, they'd be wearing it. Number one thing, for guys specifically, keep the Brit and keep Shabbat. Then you could start asking questions why things are not working. Then you're, then you're in, in, in the game, at least. Then you're in the game. But when you don't keep these things, it's hard to 
really make demands and say, I don't know what's going on. Because you're not even getting the 100% benefit of, 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 of the mazalot. <laughs> I can give a charity today, and all of a sudden I can have a different, I can have a customer call me back from five years ago. I'm changing the gagalim. I can change everything through power of tzedakah, but tzedakah is great. But if you have it connected with both of these things, with Shabbat and, and, and the Brit, which is humility, which is humility, then you really get the full aspect of your mazal working for you. Otherwise, yeah, it's nice, but it's not fully there. And again, once you keep Shabbat the right way, you'll realize it's a blessing that you completely, it's the only healthy escape in 2020. You want a healthy escape? There's not that many. The food is not going to get you there. Drugs is not going to get you there. But you want a full, you want a fully, a, a, a real escape that will really benefit you? A sense of wholeness? It's Shabbat. So we merit that we should all keep Shabbat and we should be all Zohar to this. Amen. Shkoyer.